you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. You know that feeling when you walk into your home, take a deep breath, and feel new? Well, that's what it's like to use Clorox Sentiva. Because Clorox Sentiva smells like coconut, cleans like Clorox, and feels like energy. It'll elevate any cleaning routine to not just clean, but also make every room smell like a tropical coconut getaway. Discover how Clorox Sentiva's powerful clean and refreshing scents can transform your space. Get yours in coconut or other fabulous scents at a nearby retail store. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products, because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Good Morning Football is a production of the NFL, in partnership with iHeartRadio. Welcome to Good Morning Football, presented by Old Trapper Beef Jerky, live, New York City, Wednesday, October 5th. Those are the facts. Oh, I'm Jamie Erdahl. That's Kyle Brandt. That is an NFL Network insider, Mike Garofolo, and a Super Bowl champion, three-time team captain, Jason McCourty. Three times, three different teams. Indeed. All right, it's All time right. for the lead block. Lead block. Lead block. Yeah. Uh, Mike Tomlin made it officially yesterday. Rookie quarterback Kenny Pickett will make his first career start against the Bills on Sunday. Here is what um, Coach Tomlin had to say about what Pickett brings to the Steelers. He provided a spark in-game that is tangible, that we saw and could feel and appreciate. But I, I think it goes beyond that. I think that he's kind of provided that spark since we've been stepping in stadiums. It's just a component of who he is as a, as a player and a quarterback, the things that he does, how he communicates, his competitive spirit. I think it's a positive catalyst for us. All right, so Pickett's the guy moving forward as we take a look at the division that he is walking into. The Browns, Ravens, and Bengals are all 2-2, two and two, and Pittsburgh is just a game back through four weeks at 1-3. and three. That's a tight race. Um, so there have to be expectations for the Steelers and their presence that they always seem to feel in the playoffs, especially the Steelers being Kenny Pickett-led within the AFC North. What are our expectations for the rest of the season for this team? You know, Mike Tomlin keeps talking about that since we've stepped into stadiums. That was a big thing for him coming out of the preseason, that when Kenny Pickett got into a live game in a stadium, look, you either rise up to that level of energy or you let it overwhelm you. And he rose up to it, so that's what Tomlin's talking about. And that's why I think there's going to be some wow moments. And there was a wow moment against the New York Jets the other day that the Steelers coaching staff loved and a big reason why they said, yeah, I think he's ready to go. Ooh, he got, got squashed by Quinn and Williams. 
absolutely hammered. And he could see it the whole time. It's coming right in his face. Not like he got hit from behind. He knew what was coming. Yet he hung in there. This was a third and eight, a pass that needed to be completed. Good job, Quinnen, not roughing the passer there, Great by the way. Great job with that. And delivering the pass. And, and look smiles. At, That's what I love. That's what, I mean, we were tweeting stuff about Kenny Pickett the other day, and I had people say, did I miss something? This guy threw three interceptions. Yeah, it's not going to be pretty all the time. But there's going to be moments like that. That's what Mike Tomlin is talking about when it comes to a spark. And the Steelers quarterbacks coach is a guy by the name of Mike Sullivan, not the Penguins head coach. There's two Mike Sullivans in Pittsburgh. Wow. Mm. He used to be the quarterbacks coach and offensive coordinator and wide receivers coach with the Giants when I was covering them. And if there's one thing I know he appreciates, because he saw it from Eli Manning a bunch, go back to that 2011 NFC Championship game where Eli took a beating and just hung in there. Yeah. It's plays like that from Kenny Pickett. So mm. I think that those are the moments you're going to see that will give this team a spark potentially. Yeah, my favorite part about that play is he gets crushed by Quentin Williams. And as he's getting up, still seated on the ground, he's talking trash to him <laughs> and gets up and love continues it. to do it. Like, love you love that from your quarterback because it fires the rest of the team up. You're talking to a 300-and-something-pound dude who just crushed you. He just, ah, it was nothing. Keep it coming. And for me, in this division, it's kind of wide open right now. They're only a game behind everybody. And Kenny Pickett is kind of the wild card entering. They've been in every single game. They're one and three right now, but they've lost three close games. The Browns one looks the most kind of lopsided, but that game was close throughout. And they really haven't gotten much from the offense at all. And Kenny Pickett came in, and yes, you're right. He threw three interceptions. There's going to be some good. There's going to be some bad. But you only know what you know as a rookie. You get smashed. You get up. You're talking trash. You're letting the ball loose. You're giving guys an opportunity to make plays. And I think on top of that, the first month of the season, Kenny Pickett has gotten a chance to sit on that sideline and learn. Watch what Mitch Trubisky's doing. Listening in the meeting rooms to what the coaching points are, what he can improve on, how they want things done. And now he's getting an opportunity after waiting those four weeks to go out there and try to execute everything that they want to do on the offensive side of the ball. I think we're going to have some fun seeing him out there, seeing the energy, seeing the excitement. He's a young kid, bright lights, go out there, hometown kid, go out there and ball. I'm excited. The smile at the Quinton Williams play is awesome, and that's the kind of thing you can rally behind. So here's the deal. It's his first NFL start ever. 14 and a half point underdogs on the road. That's a mm. massive, massive spread, and they, they should be. They're going against Buffalo. So in the game that is going to be this difficult and this daunting, you want to stay to the nation stuff. You want to rely on the run game, right? Well, the offensive line has not been very good. The running game with Najee has been plotting and not explosive at all. All right. So you rely on that steel, Steeler defense. Well, we know T.J. Watt is out. So you got Mick Fitzpatrick. He's banged up. But you got Cam Hayward. He's banged up. It's rough. It's rough out there. Like, all the strengths that you would want to support him, with one exception. The Steelers have explosive playmaking wide receivers. They really do. I like the group that they have. And so that tells me that if you're going to win this game, if you're going to stay in this game, it's Chuck City. Like, I, I think you got to unleash the kid. It's not going to be running the game. It's not going to be stopping Josh Allen. I don't think they're going to do that. I think, like, they got to score 30 points. Like, they have to score a lot of points, which means Pickett's going to have to chuck it. And, I mean, he may throw 45 passes in this game as in his first ever start. And I just want to say one thing. I'm not jumping on the Steelers at all, meaning I'm not jumping ship. I still can't look at that logo and that coach and be like, yeah, it looks like 6-11. and 11. I know there's this rebuilding vibe with them. I just don't buy it. And another piece of BS, 
The three interception thing for Kenny Pickett. Let's talk about that. One of them was on a Hail Mary, which is totally irrelevant. Mm -hmm. yep. One of them was off the hands of Pat Fryermuth, which was not his fault. And the other one was his first pass in NFL career. It was about a 40-yard bomb that he gave Claypool a shot and it got intercepted. This is not some guy who was a deer in headlights and is throwing into blitzes and getting his routes jumped. It was three interceptions. And he had no incompletions. And he rushed for two touchdowns. I don't think they're going to win this game this weekend, but I think he's going to fight like hell. I think he's going to throw 40 passes. And I am not giving up on the Steelers, even when they get to one and four. I just don't. I, I can't do it, Jamie. I am with you. Uh, listen, my working knowledge of NFL history is not as seasoned as some. So has there ever been a player that you have felt so tethered to Mike Tomlin and his, the impact of this year mm -hmm. on this decision-making than this Kenny Pickett situation? Because I feel that the two of them are intertwined in terms of the direction that this Steelers team is going. I was going to make this a sneaky top five, but frankly, I didn't want to put the, oper the these options pen to paper. I'll just rattle okay. them off to you. What do you got? There were four better situations for Kenny Pickett to start this <laughs> game in than the one that he is in four right better? now. There are four better situations. He doesn't start at all because Mitch Trubisky was doing great. Yeah. Okay, let's go with that. True. He starts the season because he was the guy. Okay, I would have rather see that. Um, he starts Jets week. Okay, that, that, yeah, that one seemed like an easy thing. Yep. Yeah. He starts at halftime in Buffalo because they're already getting killed and then that becomes his <laughs> opportunity. And then it's, let's just go to Buffalo and have that be your first career start. Four situations that I could find that sets this young man up better than going to Buffalo, but he has the personality for mm -hmm. it. That's the thing. Yes. It's like this Josh Allen with this interview we did with Von Miller, and Von's like, tell me about your swag. Mm -hmm. And Josh is like, I don't have swag, but it's like Kenny Pickett being that. like, I'm not, I'm not really the man. It's like, no, you were the man. You showed it to us when you were in college. Like, he was electric in a pro-style game that was really fun to watch. I only wish this game was being played at home. He looks comfortable. Kyle, this goes to your point. Mm -hmm. He has thrown these balls. He has played in an offense like this. He has had wide receivers now that are talented more talented than the guys that he had at Pitt. He's made for this moment. I just wish the circumstances were different because I think he's going to be really talented, but my goodness, doesn't feel like the best setup for success. But I like that they're doing it anyway because oh, this totally. isn't the best way to start Kenny Pickett. But they're trying to win. Like The, yeah. the Steelers yeah. have every design. I'm going to the playoffs this year. You know the stat. He's never had a losing season. So it's like, yeah, of course we don't want to start him at Buffalo. But we got to. Look, it's it's time to go, mm -hmm. right, Jay? Like You could say, well, let's protect the kid and just put Mitch out there. No, we want to win the damn game. So let's go. There was a quote from Mike Tomlin yesterday saying something to the effect of we're not grading Kenny Pickett on a curve here. Mm. Like, they expect him to be it's not like, oh, yeah. we'll throw him in there and just we're going to deal with the growing pains. They expect to be a better offense with Kenny Pickett. Mm -hmm. Not that it's he's blaming Mitchell Trubisky, mm -hmm. just saying we could be better as an entire offense. By the way, I think Pitt is missing Kenny Pickett right yeah. now. Did you What's see that game with the other them? day? No. Oof, God. Not pretty. Not good quarterback play the other night at all. Uh, Moments that matter presented by Expedia. We'll keep things in the NFC East. The Giants are chasing the undefeated Eagles right now in that division. Uh, here's what Jalen Hurts had to say to our own Jeffrey Chadia about the team's growth. Quote, it's it's really nice to have a group of guys like Quez Watkins, uh, Dallas Goddard, Devontae Smith, A.J. Brown, Miles Sanders. We all graduated high school around the same time. For us to be able to experience this together, that's creating value and forming what's to come. Sure. It's a journey. That's really beautiful. Um, Jason, let's start with you. Do you feel like there are benefits to having a lot of core players being around the same age, young? 
Uh, I don't know. I mean, for what he just said, I got to a point in my career where, like, the guys that were around my age, we were no longer discussing what year we graduated mm. high school because it was just embarrassing. Because guys were like, I was in second grade at that point. But I think that's just the natural progression of the NFL. Old guys move on. You have to retire. Young guys are still figuring your foot out. That sweet spot where he just said guys like Goddard, A.J. Brown in their fifth year, that usually forms the nucleus of the team. But you always have to have your mix of veterans. So, yes, having your core guys around the same age, but you need the Slays in there who's 31, the Kelseys who's 34, mm-hmm. the Graham who's 34. Mm-hmm. You need the veterans to kind of set the, t- set the tone, show guys by example the way to do it, and that's really how you build a winning culture. But it's tough for me. I won the Super Bowl in 18 in New England, and we had one of the oldest teams in the mm-hmm. NFL, so hey, give me the old team because that's how we won. But mm-hmm. hey, how but you were a, a lot of you were old then, so you had like the opposite of what the Eagles had. Exactly, we had a yes, lot of old guys. Yeah. Now nobody graduated high school around the same time as Brady, <laughs> but the rest of us kind of were all around uh-huh. that 05 ish. Sure. You're allowed to say it here. That that play is here. Yeah. 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 Uh, what do we think about the Eagles and sustaining their success around mm-hmm. a younger group of guys, Mike? Go back to a year plus ago. I would do some radio hits in Philly, and they would be just crushing Howie Roseman for the state of the team. Mm-hmm. And I would kind of tell him, like, look, I cover the entire league. I can tell you what a bad GM looks like. That's <laughs> not a bad general manager. And he did a nice job of winning the first Super Bowl in franchise history, and that was a great job of building that roster. He may not win a Super Bowl, and they may not with this current group of players, but this may be the more impressive move by him and that front office to put this roster together because it was at a really tough time where they were trying to rebuild while also staying competitive because they knew they couldn't do a teardown. Not in that market. You couldn't get away with it. Some other markets you can uh, and as far as stockpiling picks. So they stockpiled picks and planned for the future while also trying to keep things competitive in the present and adding a quarterback that's a different style of play that changes the kind of personnel that you want to have around him. And they did a good job of thinking about team chemistry as well. I mean, that's part of what the A.J. Brown acquisition yeah. was all about. He and Jalen Hurts were, were friends for many, many years, and I think that's helped the rapport in the locker room as well. I, I just I, I think they've done a nice job, and I think that they're built up for sustained success. You know, before anybody, what I will say too, mm-hmm. as you're building a roster, young or old, the key ingredient is just add good players. When I was in Cleveland, we were one of the youngest teams, and I'm sure everybody in that locker room graduated high school around the same time, but we did not build a good team. It wasn't trying to build a good team, and I'm not piling on Cleveland. I'm just saying compared to a roster in New England, we had a lot of good old players. In Cleveland, we didn't have a ton of good nucleus building chemistry like you just said, Mike. So I think whether it's old guys, young guys, same high school years, all of that, build a team with a lot of good players and good chemistry and see what it looks like on the field. Yeah, there's no like NFL hack where you're like, we're just going to have all 26-year-olds. Yeah. And that's going to be our whole f- – <laughs> and it'll work. No, who cares? Can any of them play? I, the Eagles are like just a beautifully built team. Mm-hmm. I, I think it's a masterpiece of, of the old guys, the locker room guys, the skilled guys, the gritty guys. Mm-hmm. They're 4-0 for the first time in 18 years. Like, the, Roseman did an amazing job. Last time they were 4-0, they went to the Super Bowl. That's like – that's the T.O. team. So there's a fervor there. But I, I do think something's fascinating is emerging with the Eagles. Eagles is that we've been sitting here talking about them for minutes. We're talking about Jalen and Roseman. Sirianni like never comes up. Like mm. the, the head coach is oh. almost got this Matt Lafleur thing where he's not talked about because of the other headliners. If you're gonna win the Super Bowl, if you're gonna go and win 14 games this year, the head coach will have to show himself. Jalen can play. We know that Kelsey and Lane Johnson can play. All the, what's the coach? Because they're gonna have some big matchups where it's gonna be we got out coached. This one's on me. Mm. I don't know what he's made of yet. I know in his first year. 
they took a team to the playoffs, which is awesome. I know he's 4-0, but at some point he needs to uh, enter the chat, as they say, because you could talk up, up, and down about the Packers and never mention the word Matt LaFleur, and Schrager always gets so mad that he never gets any credit. At some point, Sirianni's going to show up and deserve the credit or be exposed and be called out as, like, this job is too big for you. So we'll see what he's made of, because I looked at the schedule, and for the love of God, please don't bring it up. I'm telling you, they play teams like the Texans. They play the Bears. It is, it is a 14-win schedule for the Eagles. I, it really is. They could do this if Sirianni's the man. How much time do you have if Sirianni is going to enter the chat? Because he has, last fall, he had some odd quotes in his press conferences. Sure. Like, when that guy opens mm-hmm. up, you know, no, you better it. be ready to listen <laughs> and interpret it. To me, this team feels like, in terms of age of roster and presence of uh, veteran versus rookies, it's like that tipping scale, which I just feverishly Googled. There's, there's got to be a fancier name for this, but that thing that goes back and forth and you drop little pebbles on it, oh, and one yeah, side yeah, gets yeah. weighed down than the other. Somebody tell me what that thing is called. But um, talking about, like, in the justice scale? scale? Yes, yeah. the scale. This tipping, oh, yeah. yeah. So that's what a good, a well-built team looks like to me. It's like, how big is the pebble of your um, really well-mannered and great leader veteran guy? And you clink that guy onto the onto the scale. And then on the other side, you have a couple of pebbles of rookies. And But their, their meaning within the team and the schedule and the trajectory of the year it could be equal weights. And I just, like, to, to your point, Kyle, every team is different in the makeup and what roles that veterans and young guys play. I think it's important that Jalen acknowledges the youthful uh, presence on this team and the roles that those guys play, but you can't take away from what Brandon Graham and Jason Kelsey and guys like that do on a, on a roster mm-hmm. like this. No doubt about it. The, the, the scale thing is very Mechanical, uh, right. yeah. Yeah. mechanical is, balance scale no, is the best that I've got for you right now. I'm talking about the one I go in and get a physical, and they stand, they got to tap that thing, tap, tap, tap that tap, thing, and then they go, oh, no. you got to go to the big one. That's that's the worst. Yeah, that thing is the worst. It's high stress. You can keep tapping that thing. It's not getting up my weight, sir. Coming up, though, which unsung heroes from week four deserve a little bit more recognition? That's where Jamie Erdahl comes in with a champagne flute and all sorts of grace. Jamie, you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Host of the town in the next segment. Right after my commercial ad placement. Okay. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game, King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Tired of restless nights? Meet Lisa, the sleep expert. 
Here at Lisa, we know that good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. That's why their mattresses are made for exceptional comfort and support, catering to every sleep need. Check out Lisa's Sapira Hybrid Mattress, named best hybrid mattress five years running. Sleep hot? The Chill Collection is built with cool-to-the-touch top fabric and layers of high-density comfort foams, all intended to remove excess body heat while maximizing comfort. With Lisa, getting a new mattress has never been easier. Delivery is free, and you have 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. Don't spend another night dreaming of better sleep. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com forward slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. That's l-e-e-s-a.com forward slash iHeart. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. We all win when Win Selva comes on. When Will Selva comes on, I called you Win Selva. Will, it's great to see you. I love moving over here into Jamie's house because she's got snacks and drinks and all kinds yeah. of things. It's like the cool house. You know, you had the cool yeah. parents who like let you have beers in the basement and stuff. That's like Jamie's seat over here. Yeah. It's great. You should try it sometime, Will. <laughs> I love it. I know she likes her Sour Patch Kids and she also likes her beef jerky. Oh, yeah. So there's probably yeah some drinks there as well. Either way, yes, KB. We love uh, friends of the show. We have a lot of them. Shout out to Latino. Tavius Murray. We saw him ball out for the Saints last Sunday. He signed a contract with the Broncos. Now his new head coach, Nathaniel Hackett, says he hasn't decided who will be starting in the running back spot, so stay tuned to that. That is on the offensive side. In terms of the defensive side, well, we know, uh, we do know that Denver will be without their linebacker, Randy Gregory, who was placed on injured reserve Tuesday. NFL Network insider Tom Pellicero reported Gregory will undergo arthroscopic surgery to trim the meniscus in his injured knee. In other news, Texans wide receiver John Mechie, who was diagnosed with leukemia in July, surprised his nurses and fellow patients with a special day at NRG Stadium to thank them for their support during his cancer treatment. Mechie gave them a tour of the stadium as well as some special gifts. Wow. Keep the good fight going, John. We are behind you. Back on the field now, linebacker Von Miller with three sacks through four games for the Bills' top-ranked defense. Miller paying big dividends already for Buffalo, looking like the Miller of old as they get set to take on the Steelers on Sunday. Head coach Mike Tomlin says Miller is not of this world. He's Von Miller. You know, um, some guys are aliens visiting from another planet, and that's just the reality of it. Man, in the National Football League, man, you got to respect all these guys, right? They're all freaky, but some guys are even freaky in our setting, and he's just one of those guys. He always has been since he came out of A&M, moving and changing and running like a corner. He needs no endorsement from me. His resume is his resume. Kudos to Von Miller. Tip of the cap to Von Miller. Tip of the cap indeed. Von Miller, the toast of Buffalo with his play. Now he's been this year. You know who else is the toast of the town at GMFB? That would be our very own Jamie Erdahl. Wow. That was an inc- that was an incredible tee-up. It was such a parallel, and I love being compared to Von Miller. I think there is no more likely duo than Von Miller and myself. Um, hey, welcome inside this week's Good Morning Football Banquet and the portion of the program I know you've all been waiting for. It's Toast of the Town. Each week, hidden moments deserving of part of the spotlight are offered up. 
in our Toast of the Town segment, and it's in their honor. And this week, it's week four. We look back, and we're going to give some people their due. Let's do it. I know, and it's also the time where I get to put high heels on instead of wearing sneakers. So we really, right. we really classed up the joint. My first toast goes out to Patriots head coach Bill Belichick. We all know Belichick is a man who wears his emotions on his occasional sleeves, mm -hmm. and we've seen the full spectrum of feelings over his legendary career. There's Happy Bill. Like a full moon, it blinds you with its rarity and brilliance and leaves you wanting more. Yes, that is actually him looking That's happy. happy. I know. Uh. Um, and then there's Stoic Bill. They look similar, but go with me here. Sometimes something that happens so regularly is comforting. It's like a blanket or fireworks on the 4th of July oh, yeah. or Titans fans being incredibly defensive. It's all the same. It all feels very comforting. Whoa, wait a wow. second. Yeah. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Shocked Bill. Shocked Bill. The same face he makes when Dunkin' Donuts is out of pumpkin. And munchkins. Mm. It's an absolute travesty. How could you do this to me? I have only so much time at Foxborough with my pumpkin munchkins to get to practice. And then there's Sad Bill, reserved for when Tom Brady left New England, or when Gronk signs another commercial that he has to keep tabs on, or when he has to do another press conference, which is pretty much every day of the week. But this week we saw a new sideline personality from our head coach. Footy Bill, indeed. Footy Bill. During the second quarter on Whoa. Sunday, Aaron Rodgers throws an errant pass, and without hesitation, Bill wow. Belichick to BAM, like an American wow. version of Roy Kent. And he booted that thing out of his way. This isn't the first time, though, old Bill has pulled a, pulled a double doink on us and totally rerouted what we thought he was capable of. We have seen others, oh, yes. like comedian Bill, working on his tight five with Mac Jones. Then there's high school teacher Bill, seemingly grading essays on the Industrial Revolution while his team <laughs> takes on the Lions. We've Dean. had calling customer service bill. Yeah. This is a man who looks like he just got put on hold for the ninth time and has listened to Higher Love on repeat. God! <laughs> I like Higher Love. I know. And then there was Pianist Bill practicing his <laughs> chords for his upcoming performance of Angry Young Man at the local open mic. <laughs> and if Footy Bill wasn't enough this week, we also got a second helping of Bill Belichick with how is your ice cream machine still broken? Mm -hmm. How is that possible? Bill? <laughs> <laughs> to you, coach, and all of your personalities that keep us guessing, Mike. I toast to you, my friend. To my you. Friend. Cheers to Bill. To you. Cheers to Bill. I like that piano playing Bill one. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Uh, moving on. Speaking of musicians, my next toast goes to Mr. Boots Randolph. Okay. Okay. Do you know who that is? No. Boots Randolph. Is he a side character in the Puss in Boots movie? Uh -huh. Is he a lesser known nickname for Zach Randolph? Is he a random baseball player from the 1920s? No, no. And... That is possible, but stick with me here. Still nothing, the late Boots Randolph, born Homer Lewis Randolph III, was a legendary saxophonist who you might recognize from his 1963 hit, Yakety Sax. Hell yeah. yeah. It's the song that is played over every blooper reel since the beginning of time, and let's just dub week four the blooper reel week. So that's why Mr. Randolph is getting a toast this week, because there were a plethora of football bloopers this weekend, and they all feature the famous saxophone track, since bloopers are legally required to be soundtracked by yes. Yakety Sacks. So to Boots Randolph and your unforgettable sacks, I say cheers to you, sir. Hey, to Boots. To Boots. To Boots. All right, finally, my last toast goes out to the NFC East. Um, it's not since the reconnaissance that the world has witnessed such a swift turnaround. The Eagles, the only undefeated team left in football. The Giants and the Cowboys are stacking wins. For the first time since 2008, three NFC East teams are 3-1 and one or better after four games. To put that into perspective, there have been six Fast and Furious movies in that time span. Let's start with the Eagles, though. 
This team looks special. Over 400 yards on offense in every game, 10 takeaways, and most importantly, a sweet 4-0 record for the first time since 2004. That would be eight Fast and Furious movies mm. ago. Fast and Furious I, as in fact I wrote. There's the 3-1 Cowboys. They're like the NFL equivalent of the replacements, meets Varsity Blues, meets the OC. We've got backups, we've got characters, and then there's lots to talk about Coop. But unlike Marissa Cooper, this Cooper isn't going to be drowning their sorrows in Tijuana anytime soon. And finally, those New York Giants, also 3-1. and one. No OC fans, huh? That didn't register. No. Um, three and one. The Giants, they're, uh, they're, that's insane. The Fast and Furious movies, they have made $1.49 billion. And Hell that's yeah. still less shocking than hearing the Giants record so far this season. You did not see it coming. You did not see it coming. That's what they're going to have to pay Brian Dable if he keeps this up. It's fantastic. The wins aren't pretty, but they are still wins, and they count as the season rolls on. All offseason, we talked about the AFC West, and they're, they're the real power horse in the division, but it's the one and only NFC East, and it really made me say, from least to beast, cheers, NFC East. Cheers! NFC East! NFC East. All right. Who is your favorite toast? Of the week. Oh, I gotta go to the Dom Toretto, uh, the Giants are family, the mm -hmm. Fast and the Furious. Mm -hmm. uh, Saquon has said routinely since he got out of Penn State that he lives his life a quarter mile at a time, and nice. I respect it. It's a great, elegant toast, Jamie. Thank you. I'm, well, yeah. I'm still Only... stuck on the defensive Titans fans. Yeah. Throw what was my that? Titans fans under the bus. What's going hey, on? Hey, in fact, not throwing them under the bus. I am acknowledging for who they are, which is really defensive. They, <laughs> they stand by their stuff, which I, I appreciate. It. They I are vocal it. and they are proud. Borderline defensive, that's all. I wish their defense was more defensive, you know? Like, that that's the way it works. And he's not, not going to get killed there. for that. I'm not going there. Oh, they're yeah. going after him. Real champagne this week, huh? Oh, nice. I don't know. I'm not supposed to drink it. Coming up, how is Denver dealing with all the adversity this season? Cheers to my gentlemen, and cheers to offensive tackle Garrett Bowles, who's going to join us next to talk about that and more. Oh, yeah. I know, more. Garrett Bowles, fantastic. This is going to be great. Yep. Cheers. Good job, Jake. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one -on -one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all. But I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one -on -one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because it ain't me? <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Tired of restless nights? Meet Lisa, the sleep expert. Ooh. 
Here at Lisa, we know that good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. That's why their mattresses are made for exceptional comfort and support, catering to every sleep need. Check out Lisa's Sapira Hybrid Mattress, named best hybrid mattress five years running. Sleep hot? The Chill Collection is built with cool-to-the-touch top fabric and layers of high-density comfort foams, all intended to remove excess body heat while maximizing comfort. With Lisa, getting a new mattress has never been easier. Delivery is free, and you have 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. Don't spend another night dreaming of better sleep. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com forward slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. That's l-e-e-s-a.com forward slash iHeart. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. We're so excited for this because our next guest is playing in his seventh NFL season in Denver. He has one of the best stories in the entire NFL and one of our favorite images from the week, if not the year, if not the century. Please give a warm <laughs> welcome to Broncos offensive tackle, our guy Garrett Bowles. What's up, Garrett? What's going on, everybody? You, you, man. We're so on. excited that you're here. We're so excited that we're going to break convention. We would never start an interview with someone showing a highlight from the other team. But we're going to do it with you because I actually think you steal the highlight. You know how this went. You guys are playing the Raiders. <laughs> the ball gets on the ground, and there is a scoop and score situation, which Amik Robertson picks it up, starts running with it. And at the very end of the play, giant number 72 just leaves it all on the field, leaves his feet, and I think is trying to tackle him, but we're not sure. You're here. Garrett, please take us through this play in this moment as you saw it. And felt it. Well, first off, I watched uh, I watched Superman the night before, so I thought I could be like Superman, but I ended up being like a beached whale. So, but no, I think you know here in Denver, you know, Coach Hackett always you know emphasizes us of you know never giving up and always hustling. You know, we didn't get the job done on Sunday like we wanted to, but at the end of the day, you know, I, I try to play my heart out for my teammates. I was trying to make a play. Um, it didn't go well, but um, you know, I, I want my teammates and everyone to know that I'm going to give my all and, and try to help us win. You never know. I could have maybe made that tackle if I didn't look like a beach dwell on Sam. But other, but um, at the end of the day, I'm always trying to give out my heart. You're all heart. You did mention your teammates. How did that clip go over with your teammates? Did they find humor in it, or were they like, "No, that's our guy, leaving it all on the field"? <laughs> They were definitely rousing me, but I think that's the cool thing about our locker room is we're a big brotherhood. We love each other. We're always striving, um, you know, to push each other to be great. So, you know, the, the hazing and, the, you know, teasing me, I, I, I roll with it. KJ definitely got me the most, um, but that's just his personality, and I love him dearly. Well, I don't know if, if that's the most personal one. In fact, I know it's not. All four of us here at the table are married. You are too. And your wife, Natalie, also had her own reaction to the play. She tweeted, I'd be lying if I said I didn't die laughing. <laughs> Good effort, though, babe. Laughing face, heart emoji. What did Natalie say to you when you got home? And what is her take on this a couple days later? Well, I had no idea it went viral. I had, I, didn't, I had no idea that it was going to go viral, but I could definitely see why it did. But no, she, she definitely gave me a hard time. Um, we were laughing. And then she told me her tweet, and I just, you know, first I just looked at it with a straight face, and then if you know our relationship, we're always teasing each other. Um, you know, that's just something, you know, we're big jokesters in our family, so any time that we can jab each other, we, we try to do it. So um, that's what she did. Um, I love her dearly, but... I have the best wife in the world, so 
um, she can, you know, crack a joke like that, but still love me. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm being good. Love it. You take the ups with the downs. You do that in marriage. You also do that in the NFL season. Join the club. Every team's got ups and downs. You yeah. guys sit at 2-2 two and two right now. You just lost Javante Williams for the season. How confident are you that you guys can overcome that adversity? First off, you know, we love Javante Williams. You know, he's, he's one of the you know, best backs in the NFL. Um, you know, he brings that juice day in and day out. You know, always making people miss. You know, always running downhill hard. It's always fun, you know, creating running lanes for him and, and watching him, you know, get hit five or six yards and all of a sudden turn it into a 20 to 30 yard gain. You know, that's just what type of special back he is. So we'll miss him dearly. But, you know, we have full, we have full faith in Melvin and Boone. And then, you know, we just got um, Latavius. So, you know, having those three guys back there that, you know, that can contribute in all cylinders. I'm grateful for them. I'm, I'm excited to see what they can do for us. And, you know, super confident. You know, I think we have a great team. We have great coaches, great leadership. Um, and, you know, we just got to click and once our team clicks, you know, we're going to be a hard team to beat. Yeah, that's the one thing you said. When guys go down, you always have other people in that locker room who are willing to step up. And the team clicking, that's what it's all about. And you guys have a huge opportunity tomorrow night against the Colts. It will be on prime video. How's it been this week, short week, preparing and getting ready for that matchup? You know, short week can be tough. You know, you're trying to cram in what you do in a week and, you know, three days. You know, coming off of a your loss, you know, it's never fun. You want to do whatever you can to get that nasty taste out of your mouth because, you know, it's never fun to lose, especially to a divisional opponent in, in a rivalry game. So, but at the same time, you know, we're out here. We're trying to do what we can. You know, we're studying. You know, I feel like, you know, you, you can be the best football player if you learn how to study in the short week. I take advantage of that. Um, you know, I try to do everything I can to study and, and get my film study in and take my notes and, and get ready to rock and roll. But body feels great. There's no excuses. You got to go out there and you got to give it your all. Um, you know, we're a home game. This is probably my first Thursday night game at home, which is fantastic. I don't have to travel early um, and then jump on a plane after and come home. I just get to go home in my car and be with my family after. So um, we're going to go out there, give it our all. You know, we, we all trust in number three. Coach Hack is going to call the plays, and we're going to get ready to rock and roll, and our playmakers are going to make big plays. Garrett, you have an incredible story to go from being a, a kid in Utah to a starter in the NFL. You and your wife, Natalie, have a beautiful son named Kingston who made his first TV appearance at the 2017 NFL Draft. This was a moment that moved us all. The best. It was so cool to see this. We're all parents at the table, and I know pulling this video up was really special for us to see again. <laughs> uh, Kingston is now five years old, and last year he was diagnosed with a rare speech disorder. Will you tell us a little bit about that and the connection it has with a campaign you have going on right now called I Am King? For sure. Um, you know, through my GB3 Foundation, we wanted to create something that's special for kids with learning disabilities. Coming from a learning disability myself and, you know, with my son getting diagnosed last year with a proxy of speech, which is a motor mouth dysfunction, basically where the brain doesn't send signals to his mouth and the muscles don't work correctly. Like how we, how we can listen and hear and we can, we can say the words, it's all about muscle memory, what he does and very intensive therapy. And so we wanted to give back to the communities of the learning disability communities by creating something through our son to do a t-shirt drop, um, you know, once a week, um, just, you know, to raise as much money as we can to give back there. But I love Kingston, man. He's, you know, he's, he's my little buddy. It makes me, I got goosebumps when you were showing me that drafting because I think we watch it at least once or twice a week. Um, and he always says, that's me, daddy, that's me. And I always tell him, I said, yes. Uh, you, know, you can always live your dream just like I'm living mine as long as you put your hard work into it. And that's what he does every day with intensive therapy um, with kids with the proxy. They can only go for about 30 minutes a day because it's so, you know, draining on the brain. Um, you know, we try to always say win the day, attack the day. 
And so I, I love him. I'm grateful for him. And, you know, all those kids that, you know, are struggling with the learning disability or with the proxy of speech, just want to let you know that we're out there trying to help you guys, trying to raise as much money as we can to help these families that are in need to get their kids in the proper speech. The GB3 Foundation pledging 1,000 for uh, every game with 100 yards rushing, 500 for every rushing TV, up to 4,000 already on the season. Great work you're doing. Kingston, an amazing athlete. Garrett, you're the man. Incredible. Garrett, you Garrett thank Appreciate you. It, man. See you, Garrett. Take care. You're welcome. It's been an awesome day, and this is great news for the Commanders. Running back, rookie running back, Brian Robinson, has officially been designated to return to practice with the Commanders. If you remember, he was uh, shot in preseason uh, during a carjacking attempt. It was such a freak thing that happened to him. He has safely returned. He's healthy now. Awesome. He's fantastic. Such nice a great story. Went to Alabama. Love He's a great kid. I'm happy for him. The bullet missed everything the important in the knee. Great story. Welcome yep. back, Brian. Incredible. Yes, yeah, sir. that's great. Yes, Kirk Herbstreet's on the show. Looking ahead to Thursday Night Football. Okay. Okay. video. Love Until it. then, good morning football. Thanks for watching. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower, 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Hey, guys. Back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck, yeah. And some waves. So we could go surfing. Oh, <laughs> ah, love that. A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in. Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it. Um, tenor girl go shopping. Yeah, baby. Wait. Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com.